Hey guys, it's Bryce Hirschberg from the hit TV show Too Hot to Handle on Netflix and the director of Counterfeiters, now available on YouTube to watch for free during quarantine. And you're listening to Spoiler Country. Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. But... If you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. Join the cult of the Spoilerverse, and welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenneth Regan. That's Mr. Horsley. And today on the show, well, it's Bryce Hirschberg, isn't it? That it is. It is. Uh, did you hear my voice crack? I did. I that did. Was it's, weird. it's okay. We all go through puberty at some time in our lives. It's about I time know. you do yours. I, better a late bloomer <laughs> than not, I guess. Right. Maybe now your balls will drop. <laughs> so I was gonna. I had a really good segue off of that one. Okay. But I decided not to use it because this is a guest episode, so I'll, I'll save that for later. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. But we have Bryce Hirschberg. He was, he's a writer, director, actor. He was on the hit Netflix, Netflix show too hot to handle. Yep. He did a movie called counterfeiters. Uh, yep. He's, he was, he was surprisingly fun to talk with. I say that because he's on a show that you and I would never watch. Yeah. 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 That's not, say that. that's not our cup, not our of, cup tea. of tea. Not a big deal. As he came on, we told him that we were very on yeah. up front. Hey dude, I didn't watch it. Cause that's not something that I would get into. And he was like, no, yeah. I totally get it. You know, but he was awesome. He was a lot of fun, just a spitfire of energy. Yeah. And I really can't wait to have him back on because he yeah. loves film. He loves making he films. He loves all the process of films. He loves he, slasher you know, films. <laughs> he loves doing it. I, I think he would be an amazing, um, flash film guy. Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, come in, hurry up. Boom, move on to the next scene. <laughs> yep, yep, do it, do it. <laughs> but he does everything. Yeah, he you know, does. He literally he wants to do, be a part of every aspect of the film, and it's infectious when you talk to him. It is, it is, and uh, it was a lot of fun, and he has a really big passion for, like, the cheesy slasher. Not, I don't want to say cheesy, because they're not, they are, but they're not, they're, so, they're great. They're, well, they're like the meant horror to be films. cheesy, you know what right. I mean? And they're, he wants to do those, I'm, I'm like, yeah. dude, do them, we need, yeah. we need those films. We haven't had a good, we haven't had, excuse me. We haven't had a good slasher film like that in a long time. Yeah, because there's the Hollywood ones are too reliant on like let's make it special effects and all this kind of crap. And so or they're just re, they're just, just rehashing. Yeah, yeah. Let's do we're, Halloween again for the thirtieth time. We don't let's need that. redo Fr- Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's you know let's, let's redo Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, it's like what? Do something, do something new. new. Yeah, let's see yeah. something new. But on that, let's take a listen to us talking and hear Bryce in his own words. Guys, we are back. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. Another amazing interview ahead for you. 
This is going to be awesome because just off the, the heels of the hit show on Netflix, Too Hot to Handle, he's the director of 2017 Counterfeiters, Bryce Hirschberg. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. You know, yeah, yeah no, I'm very, I'm pumped up. I'm ready to talk about movies and TV and whatever you guys want to talk about. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's awesome. So let's get right into it because I know a lot of people that are probably tuning in right now are big fans of the reality show, uh, Too Hot to Handle. Sure. What was that all about? How did you how did you even get there? And you know, what was the time like? Yeah, no, yeah, it was great. So so yeah, so it's twenty twenty, right? The infamous twenty twenty year right now. Yep. So I'll take you back about a year and a half ago. So it was January twenty nineteen. I'm coming off my first feature film that I ever directed, Counterfeiters. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, Hell of course. Yeah. But I was in this like no man's land, you know. It, it did a little bit of a theatrical debut. It was on Amazon and iTunes at the time getting good, you know, good, good reviews. And I'm kind of riding that wave a bit and the yeah. film festivals and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, now what, you know, I'm trying to get my a, a sequel or another a horror movie that I wrote or like, you know, I'm just trying to get it going and stay creative and all this stuff. And I got a, an Instagram basically from a DM from a casting person, something that everyone gets, you know, you've seen like the little flow flyers that you get emailed from spam or someone sent yep. texted to you or, you know, everyone sees it. And I've, it wasn't the first one I've ever seen. I usually just kind of, you know, put it aside. But I was in this kind of moment where I'm like, you know what? This this is it's interesting. I read the, read the flyer. It said, you know, uh, you could va- you want a vacation in an exotic location with uh, some of the most beautiful people from around the world, you know. And it's How produced by that? Fremantle, so <laughs> the people who you know a company that I'm familiar with, and uh, and it's gonna be on a prominent streaming platform and at the time they didn't tell me netflix when i found out it was netflix i was absolutely excited <laughs> but but that's all i pretty much knew and i kind of just did the audition from there yeah that's amazing i don't know anything how reality tv i mean because it, it's a reality show right right okay yeah, right. I, I don't know how that works you know you, right. you, you get Neither on you go I, through really. <laughs> is it scripted is it is it something they're like hey this is the situation we want you to play this type of person or is it all really just how you are at reacting to what's going on. You know what? It's a, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. There's a, there's definitely, it's definitely situational. It's like they, they, the producers, which, which who are great, awesome, awesome production, awesome, you know, crew, just everyone was good from, you know, from the cast producers to the, to the cameraman and, and the sound people. And I mean, it was, it was awesome, That's but, but uh, yeah, basically they, they put you in a situation that kind of, you know, ask you how you're feeling. They feel you out. What, what, what girls do you like? This and that. And, yeah. And they kind of try to put you in the right position in the right time and place. And they, you know, if, <laughs> and you know, they, they would like to dictate, they, everyone needs a story to tell. Right. Right. So obviously everything that we say is not scripted, but they want to tell a story. So everyone kind of has to be on the same page. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That does make sense. So, Right, right, right. Without giving away too much, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when when you're in there, are you sequestered into this area for six months and then contracted? You can't talk anything about it, even as it comes out. Something like that. So I went. I, I ended up flying to Mexico. It was uh, April second of last year, so yeah. a year ago. And then I was in. I was in a hotel, all all inclusive, all you could eat, all you could drink. I was in the hotel for six days. As they as they helped me out because I was a late addition onto the show, kind of like a surprise person. Yeah, and and basically got in there and I was in that that villa for an additional sixteen days and then two more days in a hotel with the with the 
cast afterwards. So 24 days in, in Mexico, can't complain, best time of my life. But then from there, yeah, we couldn't really talk about anything for a year. And then oh just God. announced a couple days ago, we have an additional episode, a reunion show that's coming out on Friday. So, um, oh, cool. And so I'll, I'll finally be able to talk about pretty much everything I want to talk about after Friday. Of course. <laughs> you know, we're still on, we're, we're still kind of buttoned up a bit right now. Oh man. How much, how much fun did you have getting everything going and being a part of that show? It was a blast, man. You know, we ate like Kings with the, with the, we were fed like just, it was, I never eaten better in my life. Wow. It was, it was paradise, man. It was a villa on the beach swimming every day wake you know beautiful women i met some of the best friends of my whole life oh that's good you know it was good and i'm still very very close with pretty much everybody on the cast yeah um and it's great i mean you know i we just it was great it was it was just an awesome experience man and but you know the definitely the goal was i thought this would be a really great opportunity we know there's a 192 countries that watch netflix you know so it's like this is definitely i mean you figure if i could get you know, a lot of eyeballs, more people will see my movie or my next movie or something like that. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go into movies because you're not just a reality star. That's, that's not your gig. You, you write, you direct, you act, man. You, you do it all. (laughs) I was, when they said you're coming on and my first thought was, I, I don't know the show. I looked up Netflix yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, I was like, why would he want to come on Spoiler Country? And then I was right, right. looking up. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy does so much more. He's, you know, you're yeah, yeah. you're a renaissance man in, in, in the showbiz, so to speak. And <laughs> I appreciate it. Dude. So you uh, went to Loyola Marymount. I did. Nice school. Great school. Yeah. You did two short films there that I know of. You might have done more, but you did Bears and then you did this Counterfeiter. Right. Right. So what right. happened so, yes. after yeah. school that you were sure. like, I got to do this whole thing? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Loyola Marymount, LMU, right up the road from me still. They're here in Marina Del Rey, just up the road a bit. Nice. Awesome school, man. Just epic film school. Getting better and better as it as it goes. Given ample opportunity for me to learn as much as I want to. You know, it's, the thing about yeah. going to film school and stuff like that, especially a film school like ours that I went to, is that you could use, you know, just like in anything, really, you learn as much as you want to. You get out of it what you put into it, right? Yeah. So I, I wanted to learn how sound worked. You know what I mean? I wanted to le- learn, you know, everything about the camera, everything about the edit, everything about, you know, I acted and I direct. I'm just I was doing all because I wanted to have it all because I didn't want to be clueless on set ever. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to, you know, just in case. Uh, there was a problem. I'd want to be able to, to handle it myself, just you know, to be competent in that sense. I think everyone should. If you have, if anyone has any interest in making movies or anything like that, it's good to know everything. Just, I mean, it's good to know everything about everything, right? Right. But I made a short film uh, my, my, as a junior. Yeah, Bear, and it was about Max Bear as a boxing movie. Nice. Did pretty well and won. Did my, you know, won my first awards and had a taste of the the success and <laughs> it got the good uh, life. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you're like, chasing that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I'm like, yo, I, I kind of, I, I could dig it, you know? And then, yeah, my follow-up to that, my senior thesis was this, this movie Counterfeiters. It was a short film at the time. I did it in one continuous take. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'll act in it too. And and I coordinate this thing. It'd be like a, it's something that no one really had seen at that time. So yeah. I'm like, let's, you know, let's, let's spice it up. That 
film ended up winning uh, at like our Oscars at LMU. Uh, yeah. It won Best Picture there. It's called The Film Outside of the So the, it won that. It, it, went, it got into Cannes in the short film program there. Man, getting and to Cannes, did, though, that must have been yeah. like, holy shit, oh, I mean, Cannes. It, it was fucking, it was like one of those things, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. oh, fu- you know, fuck me. And then there was like, <laughs> so, so, something down here called the KCET Fine Cut Festival of Films, something like that. I was in high school. My dad turned it on TV every May or so. Uh, could have been April, whatever it is. They show like five films from the best film school. So like SC, UCLA, Cal Arts, you know, yeah. Chapman, LMU. Like they, so they pick like five, six films. They show them. They're freaking fantastic. Usually made by grads, grad thesis, you know, good budget, 10, 20 minutes, stuff like that. Yeah. And I always wanted to have my movie on. That was like my goal i'm gonna have a movie on kcet to do that and and counterfeiters it did that it accomplished that goal so from there i was like you know what i want to make this a a feature film Uh, so i wrote a a script real quickly almost like just i I got into can i want to have something in my pocket you know but nothing really came of it you know it it was one of those things where it's like shoot i thought i i thought this was it and i was gonna win an oscar at age 22 and you know (laughs) (laughs) like it's easy easy roads you know and then but didn't didn't quite didn't quite work out like that. But six years later, or I guess no, how old was I? Sixty. Yeah. So four years later, I was twenty six. I called up my best friend David, and I said, "You know what? I was I was freelancing for a company called Uprocks, uh-huh. like Vice. They do like uh, news. Oh news yeah, stuff. yeah. I've seen them on, yeah, you know, on YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. It's like that stuff that starts playing on Facebook without you touching it. Right. Things, you know? <laughs> about homeless. You know. So I was shooting about all that stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I I quit. I want to. I gotta make this movie. Right. So I called my best friend, who's a cinematographer, this talented guy. I said, let's remember counterfeiters. He's like, yeah. I was like, I'm just, just fucking do it. And he's like, I'm in. Nice. So basically, I had I think about eight eight to ten thousand bucks saved up in my bank account. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. So called up all my buddies. I sent them all the script. I said, Hey, you want, I think I have a, a role in here for each of you, including my dad and my little brother. Nice. And I, I basically put them all in the movie and, and I, I played the lead in it and yeah, we shot the thing and it was, so a, it was a total, I think it was a 14 day shoot yeah. over a period of six months because it's like herding cats, man. When everyone's working for free, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, Hey yeah. buddy, you know, oh, I, I, I'm, you I can be in the movie, but I can't work, pay you. Know? Okay. Well, <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah. you know, hey, cool. So, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I got, I got, you know, four hours next Tuesday. Could everybody make it just from like six to 10 right. next Tuesday night? You know, and everyone's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So, so from there, I was like, you know, you, you know, I basically, I would cut, we would shoot for like four hours. I'd cut something that night and like yeah. pull all night or and I'd send them like screenshots of it or like I'll record Did it you- off my cell phone. I'm like, look how sick this, you know, scene is. Get everyone real pumped up, you know. But uh, <laughs> look how yeah, amazing this how it worked, man. How did did you do all the editing yourself then? Yeah, yeah. Adobe Premiere. Holy shit. This guy, uh, yeah, we shot on a on an what were we shooting on? We shot on a Canon C300 Mark II, and from there we did, uh, yeah, the Canon C300 Mark II. Yeah, that's what we did. And then we did the, uh, yeah, just offloaded all the image onto my hard drive and just kind of like let it, let it all just kind of, you know, download. And, and yeah, I cut that thing, man. I cut it all. And yeah, wow. that's one of the benefits when you're directing and editing, you know, your good takes, you know what I mean? Well, Kevin so, Smith says uh, all the time that he wasn't, he's never a director. He's, he's just a glorified editor. hundred percent. 
That's exactly what it is. It's yeah. just because like I, you, you see it all playing out, especially when you're in it. Now, if you're in the movie and you're directing it and you're editing it, you really know you really know what you're doing. You know what I mean? So it's like and you wrote it, you know, so it's like I'm there and I'm dictating the scene. And I, and I in the back of my mind, I like I've storyboarded it, you know, or whatever. Some yeah. sick figure storyboard. And uh, in my 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 cinematographer and I were just in sync. So I know after a good take, I'm like, yeah, that's that's how it's going to go down. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, honestly, yeah, that's pretty much uh, it's pretty much how it went down. And then uh, I basically picture locked and got with my buddies who's a composer to do a great score. I wanted it all to be legit. You know, yeah. no, I, I don't want to, you know, you I want wanted it to, to feel big real. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got some. I got my buddy out here with a drone for some aerial stuff. I, nice. you know, I put it all together. I'm like, you know what? This is a freaking movie, man. I just made a movie, <laughs> and it's like, you know, and it was, it was a great feeling. It Did really you just was. get and, giddy when you, when you're getting oh all the stuff and you're putting it together? You're like, this is fucking happening. Because oh my, yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. It's like the first time watching it back. Was there's a couple first time things? Like first time ever, you know, putting a scene together. I mean, shooting on these cameras. Yeah, that, you know, you're used to it growing up, and you're like, yeah, you know, then. You're shooting on your your you know, little camcorders yep. and your, your cell phones and whatever you got. And then you're like, I just want to shoot on, on film, you know. And then the first time I ever shot on film, I'm like, man, it's sweet. Now these cameras look just like film. And you're like, oh man, it's epic. So just <laughs> seeing this all and hearing the sound and God, it just makes me so damn happy even thinking yeah. about it. Man. Yeah, yeah. But um, and yeah, and then the first time I got the, I got a DCP done for it so it could be theatrical. And the first time I ever saw what, that what's thing a what's on, a DCP. It, so a DCP, I, it's, gosh, you know, I forgot what it stands for. But basically <laughs> what, it, what it is, is they take your, your raw file when it's all said and done, the sound's good and the picture's good and it's all just done. You basically like press play and watch it on like your computer, right? Then they take this thing and they put it on a tape, like an actual like tape. Oh, okay. You, a digital cinema package. There you are. That's a dental, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So they put it on this thing, and then that is what projects. You put that into the projection system instead yeah. of like it being real to real, and that's what projects in in these theaters. So I had a two K DCP made that basically, I you know, because everything's everything's two K. Not not too many four K theaters out there, but right. they can't really tell the difference either right. way. But I, I yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I saw it like at AMC theaters, like right down the street, a theater that I've been going to my whole life, and God. it was just one of those moments. They like my poster in the marquee, like one of those things, and I'm just like, man, this is freaking cool. Well, you like tearing up. You look at your dad. I'm not crying. You're crying. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, you're crying. That's not me. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, no, it, it, my dad's in it too. You know. Yeah. So, what does your parents yeah, so think? It's like, of seeing all this happening and then going to the theater and watching their son not only direct, not only help with the sound, not only edit, but star in the movie and it's up in an AMC theater. Man, I'm telling you, they they were very very proud. My, I don't. It's hard. It's hard to get my mom to not ball her eyes out every time she's she's watching the movie or talking. To me. <laughs> of course, see, at this point, they go. They're so damn supportive, man. So yeah. We've we've been all over the the country and the world and going to these film festivals, and she's seen both of them. My both my parents have seen my movie. Probably the most besides me, right. <laughs> anybody, right? That's awesome. So you know, but they gosh, and then you know, first to buy it on iTunes when it comes out, they watch it all the time. It's just it's just freaking cool, man. I just can't wait to do it. I do another one. What, what do you want to do next? What, what's your, what, do you have something in, in mind that you're like, if I can pull the money together, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Is it something you can talk I about? To, yeah, sure. Sure. Sorry. I had to take a little, no, no. Take a little water, you know, got to hydrate. Yep, yep. But, um, 
that big single day Mayo yesterday, you know, I'm still feeling that. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like that the other day. But, so I totally understand. <laughs> you got me right. Exactly. Exactly. But basically I, I leave counterfeiters pretty open ended at the end and very cool. welcoming for a, for a sequel. So would love to do that. Mm-hmm. But also, man, I had this, my first love of movies. I'll tell you this right now was horror movies. I'm talking teen screen scream, Wes Craven. You know, I know what you did last summer scream you know yeah. text chainsaw like i mean like i'm talking about a bunch of you know punk kids breaking into a place and all murdered and who done it mass killer you know what i mean like that's <laughs> yeah. scream. that's like my favorite shit and they don't do that anymore man. nope not they like that make them we had that we had that cool so i grew up i'm a kid of the 80s right i'm 45 okay yeah yeah so when i grew up it was jason and freddie yeah right and right. Yeah. halloween michael myers and all that kind of stuff yes. and it was like through the eighties, it felt like every year there was a new Friday the 13th or nightmare in Elm street. Right. And then right. it just, they just kind of went away. And then we had this big lull yeah. until scream came out. And then you had right. another like five or six years of just all these great. I, I love the team scream. Just like what you were just yeah. talking about. Those are yeah. fun. You know, it's fun. They're just ridiculous fun. Fun. over the top. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh man. It's just we like need another girls one. running everywhere. You know what I mean? And just get, for no reason. Yeah, just, just gratuitous nudity and man murder and <laughs> a great twist. You know what I mean? Just like, and I, I loved it too, man. Like, so, so I had this uh, movie. Uh, I mean, like, I guess and now, yeah. Um, like, I think the last one that did it was like maybe Happy Death Day, and then they really blew it on the sequel, man. I don't know if you saw Happy Death Day or Happy Death Day Two. Oh, I, I, well, is that the one where God they're smiling really big? It's that. Yeah, it's, it's like Groundhog's Day meets uh, Scream. Oh, okay. um, I'm gonna check it out. I don't think so I've watched that one. It, don't skip the second. Okay. If you find Happy Death Day, the original or the original, I guess the the, the number one. Right. Um, that's. I think it's on HBO. If you have HBO, I do. Go, I have HBO Plus or could, HBO you whatever. Steal it from. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. HBO. I think uh, Happy Death Day's on it. Really good. And that's like it's it's an ode to the teen scream subgenre that I love so much. But I'm telling you, that's it man so i just kind of want to bring it back no, no more of this like demon possessed me horror story exorcist slasher stuff, film. which is all you know yeah it's yeah i just want an old school slasher movie man yeah and with a mask on so you don't know who the killer is and anybody <laughs> could be the killer That's would you the thing, make you it know? more in comedy style or would you do more of the like heart pounding you know freaking drama and yeah, thriller I style think, i yeah, 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 I think uh, a little bit of both. Definitely got to have the comedy. It's a pretty yeah. funny script. Right. It's a pretty funny script, but I've also. Oh, I'm you already got this guys. written. Oh, I wrote this thing, man. Yeah, I've been trying to get this baby off the off the <sighs> ground. It's going to be called it's going to be called Masks. Oh, I love um, this. It's it's cool, man. It's a, it's about this Hollywood mask maker who uh, basically goes crazy after he would rip people. He would cut people's faces off to for to get inspiration for his for his masks that he makes for these horror films. You know? Oh, that's creepy. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then he basically vanishes. His warehouse, uh, they, you know, they're on to him. They, the cops come. He vanishes. His warehouse is empty. And then a year later, a couple of years later, something like that, a bunch of kids, you know, break in and uh, all hell breaks loose. Oh, you know, Bryce, on you got to make this. Night. You got to so, make this. Uh, it's one of those things, mask killer, whodunit type stuff. Yeah. But um, it's funny. It's very campy. You know, it's 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 got the stereotypical stuff in it because I love it, man. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. So you must you know, love uh, yeah. horror show, the last last year's American Horror Story. Yeah, oh yes, 
Exactly. Oh, exactly. Because they did like, a great job actually, bringing back that, those Is that on Netflix right now? I'm going to want to watch that again. <laughs> I'm not too I, sure. Is it I, on I'm Netflix? just getting pumped up. If it is, it. I'm going to I'm going to check it out too because I only watched like a couple episodes. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. That's the best one. You know, it's it's I like that stuff, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my goal. I want to bring it back. It's fun. It's a good date movie. You know, it it's is like that. That's how you get the girls to jump in your arms, you know, man. You're not going to take a date to go see the Insidious because the girls are too scared. You want to go see right. the movie about all the kids going, getting drunk and going to the party and then, you know, someone gets stabbed to death. Dude, Insidious <laughs> was a freaky movie. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Oh, oh my I mean, God. I thought it was fantastic. Ugh. Oh, it was great, but it was like, oh, that is creep. <laughs> oh, it's like very simple and very freaking scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, oh. So, man... When you sit down to write, do are are you a fast writer? Or are you somebody that has to work oh, on it? Because yeah. like I try to write, it, it is it it'll take me twenty years to finish anything, you know. So yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. And sometimes I like I'll you know like anybody you've been there, writer's block is yep. a real thing. But I'm a I'm like a weird a weird person in this. I'm very I'm very I can't think obviously not smart. That's not the word I'm going for. <laughs> no, but. Uh, um, I, I, I'm, I get very, I'm excitable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, um, so, I feel like if you so and I I'm meet like, each I'll, other in a bar and we're talking, we're both going to get louder and louder and louder and louder. We're going to piss everybody <laughs> off around us. <laughs> and just keep, keep getting more drunk and loud. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, this happens. This happens. Oh shit. It does. Yeah. You know, and then like, this happened to me like. and then that happened to her. And it was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, but then it was his sister. You know, you know, I mean, it's go crazy, but, um, but yeah, so I, you know, it's uh, it's so basically what I'll do is I'll I'll think of the name of a, of the movie. Yeah, and then I may make the poster. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, weird. Um, I'll I'll do a po- like on a on a Photoshop where I use GIMP, the free Photoshop. Yep. And I'll just I'll make a poster, something just like conceptual, just yeah. to give me like in the in the zone, so I could so I could look at it. You yeah, know what very I mean? visual. I'm like okay. Yeah, very visual. I'm just like, okay, I could see this now. I could see it in theaters. I'm like a long term. I could see, oh, this is on the marquee. Awesome. There's my one. There's my, you know, my page. So, so then I, what I do is I'll probably, I got, I, I outline it in my head. This is, this is where I want to go with it. These are my characters. Maybe I'll write them down. Cool. This is this. I'll write their tropes. This is the, you know, the college cable. And this is his. You know, I don't get. I'm not Tarantino. I'm not gonna, you know, write a biography and their history, family history. Right. You know, but maybe their name. Right, you know? right. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. And then basically, the way I the way I write is I write about I write about I know how I usually know how the movie starts and how it's going to end. So I write about five to ten pages. Just sit down. I write about five to ten pages. Right. Yeah. And then I lay down on my bed or I walk pace around a bit and I think, okay, now what happens? I'm like, okay. I'm like, and I think about go through different scenarios of what I would like to see happen in the next ten minutes of the movie. So, so then I sit back down and, I, and I'll write another 10 pages and then I'll leave and I'll be like, okay, now what's good. Now it's going to have to start getting good. Cause now we're, you know, we're getting into the second act and right. we just had like the inciting incident. Like what's about, you know what I mean? And then I just, I, I end up writing these feature length scripts in like five days. That's crazy. You know? Obviously it's, they're not great, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but you can go back and you can and, edit and you can trim and, or you can, yeah, add, right, right. you can, you have, right, you have exactly. your bones there. Right. The yeah. bones are there, and I, as long as I can see it, and, and I'm I'm dyslexic, so yeah. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll I'll go to my final draft, 
and I'll have it read it aloud to me in like different voices, you know? Oh, interesting. So I can just look. So I could like hear the movie, yeah. you know, I could, I could hear the pros, the narrator, and then the characters, so I'll give them each a voice, you know, and it's cool. It's a cool feature that Final Draft has. So I could basically listen to the movie all the way through and see if it's scary. And I could close my eyes and visualize it. Obviously, most of the oh, time cool. it's me pausing it to fix the, what I meant to say was this, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. changing the is to an and and like, all that. But, but I, you know, I've, I've listened to masks. It's now on its like fourth or fifth version. And I like it, man. I'm liking what I'm hearing. And it was like one of those things that, you know, even when I met, when I wrote counterfeiters, it changed so much because just different variables, people just, sometimes a movie goes in a different direction and a, and a character you like more than a different character. It's why like editing the dailies daily could inspire you to to do your rewrites, you know? So it's kind of a nice process. It's very like fluid, you know? And I like it that way. You know, it's fresh. It feels, it's like it's like shooting the shit at the bar, like you're saying. It's like, what if now? What if this happened? Oh yeah. shit, that's good. And then you just start, you just pinballing, you know. And that's what good. It's I good to have it. a writing partner. I, I don't usually have a writing partner, but the countless people that I've like talked to, you know, about these things, they I've had countless ideas thrown at me, and I love every one of them. You know? Some work, some don't. Some stick, some some get forgotten. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, that's exciting. You mentioned. Because when you wrote and and shot counterfeiters, you had to kind of work around everybody's schedule because, like you said, no one got you know this was a free project for all the actors. Right. right. How did you keep continuity in place? It was you know it was all because I had an idea. Yeah. And I, for the most part, until the very end, like our last few days, I pretty much shot sequentially. Because I wanted to be able to watch the movie. Right. You know? So I shot the first scene first and, you know, maybe like the, the, the third and fourth scene and then the second, like right after that. And I put them all together and I, it's like a puzzle at that point, you know? Right. Like a true, like I, I have these, these just bits edited, just compilation edits. And I just kind of just throw them into a timeline together. You know, it's like one like main timeline, timeline and all the sub timeline. I just throw all of them in there, you know? And just see what it looks like if I played it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just maybe just see what where am I where am I missing? What else do I need? And yeah, that's kind of how I, I kept it. Yeah. But as far as like actual visual continuity though, what I ended up having to do is I I grew my hair out because I knew that at, <laughs> so two two things that I did. I, I'm just, you know, gonna own up to it. Grew my hair out and I used fa- a fake tan. Because like a spray tan? No, it wasn't a spray tan. It was like a, a mousse, like a tanning mousse. Oh, okay. Because I started, I I started filming in summer, and I was uh, very tan uh, with with a decently lo- long head of hair. But I'm like, well, this is gonna take a while. So I kept my hair long and I put it in a in a bun. So you never knew how long my hair grew, right? Because right? it looks the same in a bun. And then and then I had the same tan because i use the same tanning so i'm a tan guy anyways but i didn't want it to look weird you know right right <laughs> right but, but yeah that, it's that weird though thing. when you watch a movie those little things people notice you know oh, totally it's oh like, yeah wait wait a minute he's four shades lighter now <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, you know it, it, i was thinking it's it's kind of like because you know when you're you're we're movie watchers more than anything right we see yeah. these movies and we're fans so it's like it, we want it to be perfect in in the sense that I'm not going to let some stupid shit ruin the movie. You know what right. I mean? I'm a, if you're not going to like the movie, you're not going to like the movie for like a big reason. Not right. because you know what I mean? right, that right. the thing that I forgot to do. You know? Yeah. The attention to detail is so important when it comes to that stuff. Right. And 
Exactly. You exactly, can feel your yeah. passion coming off of what you're doing. It. I love this because I appreciate. It. We have people that come on all the time, and some what they're doing, they all have a certain passion, but not everybody is excited about what they're doing. You know? I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Just no, doing, that's the one thing. Yeah. Exactly. When did you figure out this is what you wanted? This is who you are. Young. I was young, man. I was. Uh, were you just the de- class definite- clown, or were you like the guy that just needed the attention? You're like, I gotta go into, I gotta, I gotta make stuff. St- I gotta make stuff. You know what? De- definitely a ham for sure. Got that from my dad. Yeah. Ended up teaching myself how to play piano by ear, like my dad does. You know, oh, and that's like awesome. I, I jumping up on tables and dancing and doing Michael Jackson impersonations as a kid, <laughs> and my toe stuff. You know, but my my buddy David, same guy who shot my my movie. We went to high school together, and we lived in the same neighborhood. So we would shoot little things like like everyone does in their backyard. And sure. and he, we didn't really know what a director was back then. And we didn't know what it was. So I, I would write though. I, I have these ideas, and I say, you know, David, I wrote this thing. I'm going to act in it. You direct it. You know. And so he ended up pointing the camera. That was his and directing. I, pointing the camera. You know, and I he's pointing the camera, and I got everyone <laughs> together, and I worked out the scene, and I told everyone what to do, and eventually, you were directing. Was, I found out that was directing exactly. So I'm like, you know what? This is this is fun. Like I like this because then you then you we edit together, and we're in the whole process, and we're watching these things get made, and it's so much fun. It doesn't matter if the movie's one minute or seventy five minutes. That it's it's uh, it's just so much fun every time. So um, definitely, when I found out that it was even uh, that film school was even a thing. I, that's when I knew I didn't want to be a business major. You know what yeah. I mean? I wanted to go try to make some movies. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I always thought I could do it just because I watched so many movies right. that I, you know, it's just, I think that, you know, when you're, wa- when you watch so many movies, you got to know what looks good. Right. Right. You figure that. So if I'm, wa- if all I do is watch Scorsese movies and I want to just do it, I could do a fucking shot for shot scores to the best of my ability. And that at least would guarantee that it's going to be good. Right. Because I just, in my mind, I'm like, you know, if, if this works, then this will work. <laughs> you know, plus you watch a bunch of bad movies, you know, when, what not to do. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, so you're like, right. oh, that shit don't work at all. Right. Don't, don't do that shot, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I thought I always thought I could do it. But when I met, when I made Bear in uh, as a junior, uh, yeah, at LMU, I, uh, you're like, oh, this and is. I hard. saw it all come together. <laughs> and I, I was like, you know, that was when I knew it. That yeah. was when I knew. Oh, so when you got into college, you're taking classes. You're going to make your first movie, Bear. Then right. you realized, wow, I love this more than I even thought I did. Because I think a crazy experience. Yeah, yeah. Because I think different. a lot of people do that where they. Uh, I, I think it happens a lot with writing. Like I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna write a novel. Yeah. I love this. I'm gonna write a novel, and then they sit down to write the novel, and they realized. Oh holy shit! This is a lot of work. This it's is a lot of work, right? Yeah, it's it's not. I'm just not going to sit down and write the next great American novel and then sit back and be rich for the rest of my life because I think that's what exactly. I think people get the wrong idea of what being a creative person is. They, you know, it's not right. the fame and the money. Hopefully, that comes to you because right. I, sure. I'm going to tell you right now, Bryce. I was like, I was like, oh, he's on, he's he's doing this, and I wasn't too sure. And then when I read about you more, I was like, oh, I really want to talk to him and. You yeah. have exceeded my expectations beyond because you, you are you. a joy to talk with, dude. Uh, but, you know, I think they're in it for the wrong reasons, you know. And if you, right. But if you're in it for the love of creating the genre or the medium that you're, do, you're doing it in, oh, my God. It, it comes through. It always comes through. 
I've never been more happy in my life than when I'm making a movie. Oh, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I get, I get choked up thinking about it, actually. It really does. <laughs> tears, tears to my eyes. I'm not lying to you. It's, it's just a, it's a weird thing because – it's because you put so much into it yeah. and every little aspect and you, but you care. It's like a, it's like, it's like raising a child. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from birth, you know, you, you, from, from, you know, you, 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 uh, you know, well, you, from you what you're give doing birth it, to this fucking child and you raise it. It's yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. Well, from what you're doing it, you're doing it from concept to finished right. product and you're, right. and you're creating it yourself. You're not just waiting and selling a script and hopefully they do a good right. job on it. No man, I'm gonna yeah, fucking no. make this thing and have it there. Uh, no, it's like the difference between being a semen donor and, <laughs> and <laughs> raising the kid. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, it's like I could just, I could just donate sperm, and I could just, you know, produce yeah. a bunch of movies, blah blah blah. But nah, man, it I'm might be out the there. Girls will see your picture you know? and say, "Oh yeah, I want his child." And then, yes. sure, <laughs> you know, there comes that comes too. It's nice, a little bit bonuses of everything, though. But. um <laughs> But yeah, no man, it's uh, so, it's just even talking with you, man. It, I make, I, I just want to go fucking shoot something. Oh, <laughs> you should, man. You should. I should. So, I what do you? Uh, what is your overall aspirations? Do you just want to? Do you really just want to direct or write, or do you want to do like you want to be? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's. I feel like in the position that you're in, being a creative person and doing all this stuff, how do you choose just one? You know, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's it, man. I, I figured I would be something like, uh, I mean, shit, to be honest with you, I love what Bradley Cooper did with, um, Sars born. Oh I yeah. Mean, it's a guy who, who writes this movie, directs it, right. Acts in it, sings in it. Like, <laughs> right. go, it, you know, does a whole though. I mean, he, he, it's like, he really fucking everything short of editing right. it. You right. Know? But yeah, no, it's, it's tough. It'll be tough to choose one. If I had to, I love directing, man. I think it's I, I also very much enjoyed the acting and didn't do half bad. I did did get some acting. You got the uh, uh, awards and whatnot. Yeah, the Honoros Film Award in Italy where they gave you the best actor. Yeah, they did. They also gave me one at the L.A. Film Festival. That's and, awesome. uh, and that made you uh, doing something right as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, I'll be, you know, just like anything, though, not everyone's got to love everything. Um, right. But I as long as I believed me. <laughs> that's all that matters because I know me very well. Right. And if I'm fooling myself, then I, I did my job at that point, you know. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Well, I hope you get something going on because I want to see more Bryce now. And now I actually want to go back and watch Too Hot to Handle. Just to see you, well, just yeah, because gotta, I'm just, just going to be cheering yeah. for you no matter what. <laughs> well, I, pre- I appreciate it, man. There's a lot to cheer, I'll, I'll cheer about. This way. So I come in on episode three. And I make it to the very end. Oh, but good. you got to watch at least at least to the very end because uh, they kind of make me look like a tool in the beginning because it is reality TV. Right. But I have a very nice uh, finale. Oh, so, good. Well, you know um, this doesn't this doesn't air. This won't release until well after Friday. Okay. Well, perfect. Yeah. No. Yeah. It just. Yeah. The reunion. The, all this stuff. Yeah. It's. It was. You'll see. You'll, yeah. I don't want to ruin it up for you, but but it's good. No. Yeah. Uh, I'll check it out. I think that. Yeah, check it out. You know, just you know, check a couple things here and there. But yeah, you, will, I'll, I'll keep you updated when it comes to the, my movies and stuff like that, man. You do, yeah, please that, do. Yeah. Because I'd it, love to have it, you back on anytime. You don't have to have anything going on. We, we could talk about movies. We could talk about certain movies that come out. And because I, dude, I love talking with you. You're that's this is. I was not expecting this at all. <laughs> Awesome, though. I listen. I'll, I could, you know me. I can talk and talk. So. Right. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in, though. I'm in. 
but yeah, man, that's good. Cool. I appreciate I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. So this will come out in a bit, a bit. So we really appreciate you coming on, man. I, I, damn, hope to see you soon. Yeah. I, I, thanks for having me on, man. No, yeah, you'll, you'll see me soon and I hopefully I can get you more stuff out there, man. Okay. Thanks, man. Sweet. All right, so, man, I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. There you go. How you know? You stole what I was about. To, I was about to say, and we're back in my big like, game show voice, and you're like, and oh, you want to do it? Go ahead. And we're, and back. we're back. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bryce, for coming on. We had a great time talking with you. I, yeah, we did. Re-listening re- re- to it while editing, I re- remembered how much fun it was chatting with you, and uh, we'd love to have you come back on and talk about horror films at some point because it's something we all connect with, and yeah. that whole process. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It you a lot know, of fun. you can tell he had a lot of fun and. Yeah, and that was like right before COVID actually hit. No, it was right after. Because he was, right like, he was on lockdown. Yeah, he was on lockdown in his boat, in his boat oh, house. That's right. Yeah, in the marina. That's right. What a great place a, to be locked down, huh? Yeah, it was right after everybody, the world went like, and let's stay home. <laughs> wow, that's right. It's been a bit. So people understand, um, we do so many shows that will record and it might be a month to two months before that episode gets released. And then we have a lot of yeah. post editing that happens. And so yep. this is part of that process. And so and yeah, I, in my mind, dates, I thought yeah. it was in February, but you're right. It was right yeah. after everything happened. It was mid March. Yeah. 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 But it, he was a lot of fun. I, I really hope I, I wish him well in his career. I want to see him go on and do more things. Yep. It was yep. kind of funny. Because I remember when, when Jeff brought him to us and Hey, do you want to talk to this guy? He's on a show called two out to handle on Netflix. And I was like, why? No. <laughs> yeah. No, it was why. It yeah. wasn't no. It was right, right. Well, why why would he why would he want to come on to this yeah. show? This, Our demographics this is not do not his, cross. Yeah, there's yeah. no cross pollination here, really. There might be but, some. Well, there's some, but but not not like to the degree that we would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But, but once you start to talking him, to him, yeah, it it crosses a lot. Yeah. And he's so. just so infectious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was you know, I can't wait to be able to go down to San Diego. And he was like, we need to hook up and, and hang out. And, yeah. You know, because he's just somebody that you want to hang out with. And yeah. yeah. So there you guys yeah. go. There you go. That's a show. That is a show. That's a big fat show. Hey, who are you calling fat? Big fat show. Fun. All right. Big, big fat show. Fun. <laughs> I got it. I'll do it. All right. All right. All right, so, guys. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just. Okay. Okay. If you like what you're hearing today on our show on Spoiler Country, you can go to Spoilerverse.com and check out all the other shows. There's so yeah. many of them, I can't even tell you about them all. But if you go there and hover over the podcast link, you can see all their names, click on them, and check them out, subscribe, and love them. You can also check out all the articles and reviews and, and, and previews and commentaries and, and whatever from all the people who write for us all there all day long. Go there, subscribe to the feed. You will not miss out. I promise. There you guys go. I can't add anything to that. But, hey, for Johnny, I'm Kenrick. For Kendrick, I'm Johnny. Don't forget. And oceans of podcast. We are Cthulhu. And Cthulhu compels you to do. Open the mind. <laughs> and read.